Welcome to Gaze Watch Degrassi, the podcast where my expertise and my skepticism sheds a new rainbow on this after school special from Canada. All right, today's the season finale of season one called Jagged Little Pill after the classic Alanis Morissette song, which I know the lyrics to, but I will not sing. Very well. We will head straight into the synopsis of this episode. It's the end of the school year, and Ashley and Toby's parents are going away. Everyone expects Ashley to be a goody two-shoes, so much so that she decides to prove them wrong and take some risks. J2 wants to prove he isn't a little boy either, and turns to drugs to help him get the ladies. Will this risky behavior pay off for both of them? That is what happens in today's episode. Another feature of today's episode is that there are a lot of deleted scenes. So get ready to listen to all of those. Right out the gate, Ashley is talking to her mom. Toby and his dad are being silly. I think that they're imitating Arnold Schwarzenegger. Clearly, it's yeah. meant to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. I could have done without the, like, girly boy or whatever. But other than that, it's pretty funny. They're being cute. She gives her Mrs. Wren's number, which is probably their neighbor or something. And Ashley says, I know, one friend each, no parties. This is one of this is the first deleted slash extended scene of the episode. In the deleted scene, instead of the, her saying "one friend each and no parties," she says, "I know one friend each. I'm inviting Terry and J or Toby's inviting JT." And her mom kind of says, "Oh well, what about Jimmy? You know, and." Ashley's like, hey, I can invite him if you want me to, you know? But she's like, no, I just am really proud of you for being responsible. Which is, So it's just a shortened version of that conversation. Uh-huh. But throughout this episode, people are telling Ashley that... She's responsible? Yes. Uh-huh. And, you know, why isn't she wanting to have Jimmy over? And why isn't she, you know? And... Because she's a fish. I think Ashley is mixed up about who she is. Because I think that she's learned to be that kind of annoying, goody, good person. Which it seems like her mom is a lot. But then maybe that's not quite what she wants. And she's confused about what she wants. If we look at the whole series, since she found out her dad's gay, she's been a little bit confused. You know, things have been volatile for her since then, even with her mom moving in with her boyfriend. So, you know, she's had a weird year, and Ashley's a little bit confused about it. I also want to give out a fashion crime ticket for this very early scene. Ashley is wearing this 00-90s headband. I had, like, two or three of them. It was like a series of a circular series of kind of combs that kind of went into your hair and sometimes they were just plain and sometimes they had little like jewels on them or whatever Ashley's has like little red thing so you kind of put it into your hair I did it when my I was like upside down 
and then it clipped behind your head. So you'd like put it on and push it sort of through your hair so little comby things were going into your hair. And you clip it behind your head and then it gave your hair a little, you know, poof and a little. So Is that I, gonna come back? Oh, I really hope so. I love those things. I want one with rainbow dots plus like the trans colors and the black and brown. That is what I want. So we're at school, whatever it takes, make it through, hold it out if I do. Miss Kwan is giving out awards and says, I'll always remember Spinner, you know, even, I think she says- even What award did he get? Just like, I think just most memorable, oh. but Damn. in a bad way, I right? think is what she means. <laughs> Uh, and then, so we're kind of seeing them in their homerooms. The eighth graders are with Miss Kwan, and the seventh graders are with Snake or Mr. Simpson. We can we pause at an interesting point. Let's see, one minute fifty three seconds. I, we're seeing some of the extras. One of the extras has a really cool ponytail. I often wear a high ponytail myself, so. <laughs> Although I kind of go right on top of my head, even further up. So, but the seventh graders say, hey, we're going to miss you. So we made you this, click on this. And it's a little tiny animation with all of them like saying, thank you, Mr. Simpson. It's really silly, but it's really cute. I, these early seasons where they're all cute and young are just so great. And also the old school graphics are very funny too. Right. We're back with Miss Kwan, and Ashley's getting her award, the student of all students. This is another one of the strikes against Ashley, so to speak, of her being reminded that she's a goody-goody, and she's getting a little sick of it. Terry and her bad braid phase. But this is the end of school, so Mr. Simpson's saying goodbye, have a great safe vacation. They say a bunch of different languages, audios, ciao. Paige is being better um, and sassy, as per usual. She's upset that Ashley invited Terry instead of her, but it's like, hello. Right. Obviously, you're mean. And Terry's not, even though Ashley's super mean to Terry. So there you go. Jimmy is completely fine with not going to, you know, not going over to Ashley's. And that also weirdly seems to bother Ashley slightly. Like, he doesn't want to break the rules. He's okay with the goody goodiness. And there's just, that is who Ashley is. But there's something off about it today. She's, you know... Like we said before, she's had a weird year and she's a little confused. We're going into some more of the deleted scenes. Uh, the girls are taught, the seventh grade girls, I should say, are talking about their plans and Toby and JT are talking about their plans. In this scene as it's happening, the girls say, we're having a girls night, no boys allowed, especially boys named Sean. Very move. Like, she's so odd. It's not over. It's her, it's a very much a knife in the chest because he tried to apologize and she's just kind of, 
But I think that you're totally right. She's trying to like write that boundary because it's not over. She's still like, and we don't get much of an explanation out of Emma's mouth about that. It's more subtext in this season. But later on, spoiler alert, when Sema, you know, creeps back in, she puts more words to it and explains it more. So anyway, back to the deleted scenes. As a response to the no boys allowed, <laughs> Toby then in the deleted scene says, well, we're going to have no girls allowed. And Manny says, well, your parents won't let you have girls over. That's not exactly the same, is it? It's pretty funny. Kind of wish they left that in. On to one of the bigger the bigger arcing stories that they deleted out of the episode. Uh, the bulk of the deleted scenes are a part of JT explaining to Toby that he doesn't want to be a kid anymore and that he's never gotten lucky, which I think many of us would think means sex, but right. he means he's never had a, his first kiss. He's 13 and he's never gotten lucky, as in kissing. He wants to have his first kiss tonight. He's going to try to make it happen. And he doesn't want to die a virgin. Very ironic statement. He doesn't, but, you but know. But he does die. <laughs> JT... It's like, who, what girls are going to be there? Who's your sister inviting? Toby says, oh, Terry. And he says, oh, I was hoping for Paige and her pom-poms. Vomit. Gross, JT. That's super nasty talking about her boobs. Oh. Honestly, her boobs. Not our cheerleading outfit or something? Well, oh, you don't think that he meant Paige and her pom-poms? You think he was just being literal? Pom-poms? Yeah. Oh. I mean, yours makes more sense. I could be being gross, but he's kind of a... Like you said, he's trying to... Mm-hmm. And there's, like, a scene, one of the deleted scenes has, like, is involves Nikki pics. So, we'll look into that later. So, anyway, that is the deleted scene in this part of the school. Basically, not only is Toby trying to get Emma, but JT is on a mission to get his first kiss. That's another part of the plot. They decide that they need to try to learn how to be a bad boy in order to get both of their goals met. What they just need to hit is puberty earlier. <laughs> That's the thing. They kind of just forget or ignore the fact that Sean's a year older than them. He got held back. That's what's up with him. He's literally older. Uh, but, you know, they do a little fib, say that the girls are coming over in order to entice Sean because he's not going to come over otherwise. So then he says yes because he is obviously still trying to make up with Emma. Toby is like, that doesn't make sense, but JT tells him to trust him and that it'll work. They'll figure out how to make it happen. Good boyfriend would want to come over no matter what. Yeah, that's Ashley talking about Jimmy. She is... Like, what's he supposed to do? I know. Wouldn't that be a little rude if you'd be like, oh, let me come over anyway. Like, right? I mean, maybe she wishes that he would just be like, oh, I want to see you. Like, 
come on. I don't know. She, we all know how I feel about her. She needs to decide. You know, she has stuff to unpack, obviously. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see it all. All the dirty laundry is going to explode out the suitcase, so to speak, later on. So we're going to get to see it. I'm excited. But we have another fashion crime ticket to give out. Terry is where? what did you say the brand was? With the rhino? Echo. She's wearing an Echo shirt. It's just very much of the times. And also her classic look where she wears like a, a random t-shirt with a vest over it. That was the look they gave Terry. <laughs> she says, oh, I thought you were cooling on Jimmy. And she says, no, it's just our relationship is getting even deeper. And I don't think that she's telling the truth. No. Fast forwarding to after school and another fashion crime ticket for Paige. She's wearing a shirt that says, I heart to make boys cry. And I need this shirt now. I have a couple tie-dye ones. I'm going to crop one and paint it on. Wouldn't be hard to do. Right. Oh, you mean make boys cry or make the shirt? The shirt. (laughs) Both are easy. Paige has Hazel with her, and she says, don't freak out. I already had plans with Hazel, and I forgot, and I didn't think you would mind if I invited her over, too. Obviously, Ashley's going to mind. She already is breaking the rules, but she's just like, whatever. That's fine. So... We're currently up to a count of Ashley having three people over and Toby having one person over. We're going to track how many people are in the house as we go along through the night. Really? Yeah, I wrote it all out each time new people arrive. You'll be surprised. There's a lot more people in the house than you think. The boys come out of, you know, the side room or the garage or shed and you hear kind of crashing noises and they have soot all over their faces. Right. Even if they were setting off firecrackers or something, how would that get you all sooty? No idea. Are they coal firecrackers? Like, what? So, that I I always wondered what they were supposed to be doing, and that, oddly enough, was not one of the deleted scenes. They don't really explain that, so. I guess teaching kids how to use explosives. Why even have the scene as a thing? If they're not going to, you know... Because obviously I'd be like, here's how to use M80s or something. Here's how to use a cherry bomb. Isn't it fun? It's like, don't use explosives because they can be bad. But it's like, you haven't shown us the explosives or anything. As soon as JT sees the girls, he starts hitting on them and says, Oh, hello, lovely lady. Right. It's a pleasure to share this evening with such fine, lovely ladies. And Terry. JT winks at Paige, and Paige says, Did that thing just wink at me? It's very funny. But they will go on a date. Oh, yes, they will. The girls are watching a scary movie with 3D glasses. And as they're watching, Sean walks in. I say, Sean, what are you doing here? Explains that he got invited by Toby. Ashley says, That little scammer. That brings the count up to Ashley 3, Toby 2. Total of five people in the house. Paige says, hasn't Sean become a total babe since that little fight? 
Aren't they in the same grades or should be in the same grade? They should be, yeah. So one of the backstories, one of the things that happens off screen is that assumedly when they were in seventh grade or maybe even sixth grade, Sean lived in Toronto and went to school with them. Then at some point he moved back to Sega to be with his parents and then ping-ponged back to Degrassi but was held back. So they all knew Sean already, but he got held back. And that's why, not why, but that's how him and Jimmy's rivalry kind of starts because Jimmy's like, hey, don't worry about being held back. Like, we'll all treat you the same. So we're back upstairs with the boys. They're playing a card game. And in one of the deleted scenes... It shows that the cards, the card set that they're playing with is like nudie pics. So each card has like a nudie girl on it. And JT, I'm pretty sure it's ad-libbing. He's like going through them and being like, ooh, ooh, hot, hot. And then when he's like, ugh, this one looks like your mom. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I know. It might have been a little bit adult because like it's literally showing the boobs. So... It's funny, though. So they're playing cards, and they want Sean to share his expertise on women. How you score like Sundin. Must be a basketball player or something from the time. I'm so sports illiterate, so I don't know. Sean actually gives some good advice and says, Oh, I just act my like myself, I guess. And that is the best way to get girls... They tell another lie, saying that Emma knows that he's there and that she's coming later, which is obviously not true. And here we go with, like, the wild, wild, wild part of the episode. JT brings ecstasy to the party. It's the love drug. But that's not going to make you attractive. Like, how does he think it's going to make him attractive to the girls downstairs? I don't know. He thinks that it's like an, I guess he thinks it's in like an aphrodisiac. But, yeah, but the girls would need to be on it is the thing. Not him. It doesn't work that way. He says that his cousin sold it to him. If we remember before when they got the online porn websites he got it from his cousin so i think his cousin is just like a troublemaker that you know so he says let's split it it looks so much like just a normal pill or like even like an altoid it's a classic degrassi thing for all the pills to just look like sean says okay i'll take it downstairs and i'll cut it in half or whatever why does he have to go downstairs to cut a pill in half? Like, don't they have a CD or something? Like, He obviously doesn't have to. They just trust him that he knows about bad yeah. stuff and that he wouldn't, you know. Ashley is making fancy food and fancy drinks. She has, like, drinks with curly straws, and she's putting, like, egg rolls on kebabs. It, she's doing really fancy stuff. Right? For being in eighth grade, especially. It's like the right? max would be microwave. Bagel pizza bites. Rolls. Yeah, right? That would be like the height. 
at that age for me. Ashley's like, what? They, so Ashley finds out about the drugs. What's he got in his mouth? It's like gummy candies or something. He takes them out of the pantry. So he has gummy candies in his mouth, and he pulls some aspirin out of the other cabinet. Ashley's like, you brought drugs? And he says, no, JT did. He's like, wow, they're way too young to be experimenting. He cuts the aspirin in half, gives Ashley the real ecstasy, and says, flush down the sink, they'll never know the difference. And he takes the two slices and his his gummies he took and goes back upstairs. Ashley, for some reason, does not flush it down the sink right away. JT says, you want to be a bad boy, you got to start acting like one. So they each take half of the pill. Sean says he doesn't want to join because a social worker would kill him. He tells them to chew it slowly to get a better high, which they do. God chewing aspirin. But I mean, Probably tastes like ass. So does XC. So does any. Allegedly. <laughs> How would anyone what, know that? From what I've heard, allegedly. <laughs> So Ashley's about to bring all her fancy shit into the next room. Paige says, we're putting in video number two, but this get-together is getting seriously Tells her to stop being boring and break a rule for once. Yet another, you know, example number four, I think, of someone telling Ashley she's too goody-goody or too boring and she isn't fun. Then go home, Paige. Fuck. Right? You begged to be invited, and now you're complaining. She's such a beef. She calls up Jimmy, says, hey, come over. I want to have fun with you. And then she inexplicably takes the pill out of her pocket. That was a really fast call. I think she was leaving a message. Do you think it was a call? Well, then that would be a really weird message. Like, hey, Jimmy, Ashley left a voicemail that was very weird in nature so you're not going over there to have fun together maybe so she takes the pill swallows it and it's like what the heck Ashley what are you doing it's the whatever it takes moment because Ashley decides she's going to do whatever it takes to not be a goody goody anymore and she's going to break the rules and let loose including taking a pill the boys are all feeling the love, even though they're not high. They're like, oh my god, I'm so high. It's super, super funny. It's very, very reminiscent of a scene in Degrassi Junior High, in which our very own Joey is selling fake drugs to a couple girls, and they're taking the pills, which are just vitamins or something, and you know, acting like they're really high in class and being like, oh my god, and they're just tricking themselves into thinking they're high. It's a kind of a trope in many shows. I believe there's an episode of Freaks and Geeks where they buy a keg of non-alcoholic beer and everyone drinks it and it's like, oh, everyone's drunk, and they're not. And I've always wondered, like, wouldn't you be able to tell? I don't know. I don't know, yeah. I feel like you would, but... Like, I know when I'm drunk or not. JT says he's feeling the love. He's going to make the call. So he calls the girls to invite them over. It's 
the beginning of Ashley's weird behavior. She's screaming at the scary movie and saying, do you think they heard my scream all the way in China? Not exactly ecstasy behavior. Right, but I mean, it's probably written by, or like, how do you tell a child to act like, here, act like you're on ecstasy. It's like, what does ecstasy? She's not the one that wrote it, yo. Well, Some adult person well done. wrote. So it's clearly written by someone who's never done ecstasy. I guess, or they're purposefully <clears throat> misconstruing the way it is. I mean, that was also very much a thing in Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High. There was a whole part where they're like, oh, people put strychnine in acid and it's like that. Just Why lie? It's dumb. And like, yeah, so... There's some other stuff about that, but we can talk more about it when it becomes relevant to the main story, particularly Emma, but we'll talk about that when we get there. The girls show up. Manny says, if my dad finds out I'm here, I'll be grounded till my wedding day. Very funny. Another one of Ashley's like, oh my gosh, did I send out psychic vibrations? Is that how you knew to come to the party? Oh my gosh. She says to Liberty, Liberty, I get you. You're like me, but different. That's a little bit more like, yeah, you know, we're all the same. Like, I get you. That That's a little bit more correct. You know, not like psychic vibrations and hearing me in China. That's a little, that's no. <laughs> but let's have a count update. We're up to Ashley has three people over, and Toby has five people over. We're up to eight people in the house. And as we heard, Jimmy's coming over too. So we know there's going to be even more. Uh, I wish I could tell, give people psychic vibrations and invite them over. That would be convenient. Liberty brought, what, a bunch of albums? Is that what's in her hands? I don't know. Ashley and Liberty start dancing. Ashley whips her apron around her head and then accidentally knocks over the vase. Oop. Doesn't really realize, though. Thing I think you would notice on E. For sure you would notice. You'd probably be like, oh, shit. So the girls arrive. JT's like, oh, my God, yes, the girls. He says... Welcome to the Isaac Zone of Infinite Love and Harmony. <laughs> and then later he says, Shalom. I think because Toby is Jewish. Which uh, is just really funny. It's just fun. So are creepy. Like, the girls are like, what the hell is going on? And honestly, JT, what the hell is going on? You're not even high. And your acting is so silly. Uh, cracks me up, though. They brought watermelons? Yes, so one of the funniest things ever. So here comes Jimmy. Jimmy's brought Spinner and their two unnamed friends that we never really see again. So that brings the count up to Ashley 7, Toby 5. There's a total of 12 people in the house now. So that's like pretty much a party, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. 
as you said, Spinner brings a watermelon. I don't know if it's just supposed to be like instead of a 12-packer, like a rack or something. But yeah, like I'm going to bring the watermelon. <laughs> like I'll come over with the watermelon. I've always wondered about hey, it. Hey, Spinner brought the watermelon. Like maybe it's a booze melon. Yeah, like hide it's... the booze in the melon. It's possible, no, I mean, but... where you like, you know, put vodka to infuse the watermelon. Well, yeah, that's what I meant. By oh. Hide the booze in the melon. Oh, I thought you meant like. Score There's a bottle inside the, the melon. melon. That would be some real trickery. How would you do that? You'd have to take it apart and put it back together. How would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> and why? Just so many questions. Uh, so Ashley's acting all silly. Jimmy says that she's burning up. Asks if she's been drinking. She spells letters in his ear until he gets, she gets to E. She has oh. A, B, C, D, E. So, did kids be calling it E? I don't know. They probably have a new name for it now. Probably. It was sort of called Fizz when we were younger. Well, that's a Bay Area thing. Yeah, I guess. I don't think the rest of the world. Or like X. Yeah. But or I don't Molly know. is more, but that's anyway. Technically, a different thing. I think we understand drugs more than the people who wrote this is the reality. Hmm. But that's purely because we went to college. Allegedly. Jimmy gets angry that she's high. He tells her to drink lots of water, which is kind of like advice, but it's bad advice. Because <laughs> if you're on E, you can overhydrate. It's very possible to overhydrate. It's very possible to underhydrate as well. So, gotta be in that sweet spot. Well, and also get yourself some electrolytes. Yes. Those packets. Some Gatorade. Or whatever the... Sean comes into the room with the girls, and when Emma finds out that he's there, she just storms out and says, If I knew you were here, I wouldn't have come. He says, You're not being fair. And she says... You know what? You went too far. It's over isn't finished. It's done. Damn. She's like the most hard-headed. I'd like... It takes a strong woman to act that way, but she's very strong. And he's really heartbroken. He's honestly really heartbroken. Ashley happens to come out right at that moment and pulls Sean over to have a talk. This, again, is one of the more realistic ecstasy moments. Mm -hmm. She says, I get you. Everyone thinks you're bad. Well, everyone thinks I'm good. People just see what they want to see, and they don't really understand us. And Sean's crying because he's really sad about Emma. And then, for some reason, Ashley kisses him. And he kisses Bert. There's lots of lava lamps in this episode. Ashley they and just Toby have lots both of have lava them. lamps at the Kerwin house. Right. We can also still see Ashley's lamp with the like cloth on it that I think is a fire hazard, but hasn't burned her room down yet. So Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy's still upset about the drugs, says to Toby, You know that E leads to harder things like my fists. So does that mean he's going to be Ashley? Oh, he's going to beat up Toby for giving Ashley drugs. I, I know, but you know what I mean? 
first you do E, and then Dang. I start beating you. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't quite add up. Jimmy nearly catches Ashley in the act. With her strap all skew. And her hair's all make-out-y. They were horizontal. That's pretty scandalous. This only increases Jimmy and Sean's rivalry. It goes on for a while longer. But they do eventually become friends in spite of it all. Toby tries to apologize to Emma for inviting Sean. But... She's just so upset that he doesn't really feel right about telling her that he likes her. He just hugs her while she's upset and cries. And that's just it. Sean storms off and it's kind of like this is really the end. Like, that's it. You know? Especially because he kisses Ashley. Like, come on, Sean. Also, is this like the end of the Toby crushing on Emma? Oh, hell no. Oh, he still does that? There's one part later in this episode where, like, she's supposed to be absent, and then they're like, that, like, someone else said, that's not even real. And then Toby's like, is she real? And it's, like, Emma walking through because she's not meant to be there. So he definitely crushes on her. Long into the future. I'll be noting all those things. Don't worry. Ashley tries to tell Jimmy that she just had the most wild experience of her life. It's like a telescope, and she was looking at the real her through the telescope again. What? More? (laughs) They're getting confused between, like, acid and ecstasy, you know, or, like, whatever. It's just... If If I'd guess, I wouldn't know. Yeah, it's something like that. Allegedly. This is how we head into the it goes there moment of the episode. Ashley blows up. Like I said, all her dirty laundry explodes out. Terry tries to stop her. It doesn't work. But she just says, I should have broken up with you on your birthday like I wanted to. You just don't get me. You don't have what Sean has. He's just like better than you. Paige says, stop being a hag, Ashley. Ashley says, no, Paige, you are a hag. Canada speak moment, they both say hag. You're a hag. No, you're a hag. (laughs) Put that hag on a peg. (laughs) You're just not enough for me. Sorry. Not, you know, you're not super mean to your friends when you're... Oh, next seat. Terry's good at acting the secondhand embarrassment. Yes. She's like, oh, God, this is terrible. This is a party. And now everyone walks out and the to- the count goes, Toby, zero, Ashley, one. Everyone leaves except Terry. Terry is the only loyal friend. <laughs> Sad, but true. It's the next day. They're cleaning up and trying to get the house in order. Ashley doesn't remember dancing and breaking the vase with Liberty. Uh, Yeah. Again, I don't think that that's how drugs work. It's not like blacking out out drugs. Yeah. You generally remember still what happened. Unless you got drunk also. Yeah. So, then... Knife in the coffin. 
mixing metaphors, but go with it. Spinner delivers the breakup box. Classic shoebox filled with your shit. I do not want to see you anymore. <laughs> Move. Ashley's freaking crushed. She's like, oh, God, my life is over. Uh, all is lost for Ashley. How sweet is that? Uh, I love it. I just love it. She's crying, and Toby and Terry are just comforting her. But there's no make-it-through moment of the episode because the message is... Don't do drugs. When you do drugs, especially ecstasy, you will... Tell your boyfriend that he's not good enough for you. Make out with a different man. Be super mean to your friends and call them hags. Step on someone's hand. Break a vase and forget about it. And lose your entire life. Damn. That's why I don't do drugs. And it'll lead to harder things like Jimmy's fists. (laughs) Or a shoebox. Yeah, a shoebox full of your shit. Uh, but that is the end of Jagged Little Pill and the end of season one of Degrassi. Oh, I could not believe it. We are finished with season one already. It was beautiful. Ended on an amazing note of watching Ashley go down. I like can't. The Titanic. <laughs> it's just a beautiful thing to witness. And I just cannot wait for season two. Um,. I really hope that y'all join us for season two because there are so many amazing things. We are graced with Craig's presence and his assholery begins a whole new legacy of drama in the this Degrassi the world. Season. Uh, no, we're not there yet. That's season three, but I don't worry. I'm going to sink my teeth hard into that one. And on top of that, Ashley's demise brings us not only goth Ashley, but the Ellie-Ashley friendship. And I just love Ellie in general. So thank you so much for sticking with us through season one. I hope you enjoyed it so much. Come see us for season two. It'll be here very soon. And in the meantime, connect with us. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and you can email us at degayswatchdegrassi at gmail.com. And if you're loving us, a review would just be so swell. Thank you. From Marisa. And what's oh. your name? <laughs> David. This has been Degay's Watch Degrassi Season 1. See you soon on the flip side as Craig gets hit by his dad. On the hit side. <laughs> on the hit side.